Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name's Kat, I'm your host, and today's podcast episode is going to be about perfectionism, in a sense. And it's called Getting It Done is Better Than Getting It Perfect. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because this is something that comes up in my daily life, like the struggle, one of the main struggles I have in my life. But I definitely had it way more when I was younger, like in my earlier 20s when, you know, you're in school, then you're leaving school, you're entering the workforce and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of us fall into the habit of thinking that we cannot do things or we can't feel satisfied with what we do unless it's completely perfect. And not everybody's like this, obviously. And I think some people raised in certain types of households and with certain type of family dynamics deal with this more than others, for sure. But I think in our generation, you know, or today's day and age, um, perfectionism seems to be like praised a lot, right? The idea that there are so many people out in the world that are doing the same things you're doing, right? Especially now with like social media and just seeing people online all the time. We look at all these people and there's so many of them that are just like us. Like they, these are just people like us and they're doing these things. And if they're doing it and you also want to do that, then you have to be perfect at it. You have to be a hundred times better because then what's the point of you doing that same thing if somebody else is already doing it, right? And there's like a few things I want to say about that because this is something I struggle with too, right? Like I am a creative and I work in the field of, you know, personal growth and kind of talking about self-improvement and emotional awareness and self-awareness and all that stuff. And there are a lot of people who are talking about that because it is such a, like a big topic right now, especially like after everything that's happened in the last two years, there's been a shift, I think, in our collective consciousness about what really matters in life, what our social structures are like and how they're affecting us. So there's a lot of people in this specific type of niche, you know, of creativity that are out there. And as I've kind of gotten more into it and have been putting out more work about it, I notice that I feel a little bit intimidated knowing that there's so many people out there who are doing the exact same thing I'm doing. And it makes me feel like I have to be so good at it. I have to be like, perfect at it otherwise why would anyone want to listen to me if there's other people talking about this stuff right and as I've done it more and more like I've realized that everybody is good in their own unique way you know we're all so different and that's what makes what we have to say or how we do things valuable right so it's not about oh I have to match that person because they're doing the same thing as me is that I have to do it my way and they have to do it their way and both are valid equally and they will resonate though with different people equally you know it's like i think i see this in terms of like capitalism and like this mechanical structure of society where we have to kind of act like robots a lot of the time where it's like if we're not all matched and our energies are all the same and we're all you know working really hard at the same level and then it's everything's invalid if you're not doing it that way it's like i think now Again, we're all kind of waking up to this and realizing that everyone is so different. Our cycle, like our sleep cycles, the way we function, like there's so much differentiation between everybody that it's impossible to have a standard of perfection that makes sense because perfection is, it doesn't exist because it's so subjective, right? And so I've started adopting the, the mentality that getting it done is better than getting it perfect because perfection will literally kill your dreams. It will kill any sort of momentum or motivation, productivity you have because if you're always thinking, okay, I have to be, whatever I do, I have to be perfect at it. 
you're never getting anything done because perfection doesn't exist. You'll never meet it. So it's like, you'll ask yourself, why am I even trying then? What, like, why would I even try if I have to get it perfect, but I know perfection doesn't exist or, you know, you're setting yourself up for failure. It is very much a self-sabotaging type of thing where it's like, if you're always trying to achieve perfection, you're almost fulfilling the prophecy of I'm not good enough. So, you know, there it is. It's like replayed for you. And it's, it's satisfying that story that you've had in your head. Maybe it was put in there from childhood, from what your parents were saying or whatever, right? Whatever experience you had that triggered that in you. Um, yeah. And so if you're always aiming for perfection, you're never going to actually get anything done. And I know this because I have this weird thing where it's like, and I have to catch myself when I do this. And I talk about it with my therapist and I journal about it where I feel like I'm waiting to start my life. Like I have to wait until things are perfect, quote unquote, or I've gotten that thing that I needed to now officially, like, and now I'm officially starting my life. It's like, no, your life is already going. You're on, you're on the clock, you know? you're you've started you started a long time ago you're in it and it's like a scary realization but it is at the same time liberating because you're like oh yeah so if i'm already living life that means perfection doesn't i don't need to reach perfection to start living it because i'm literally living it right now right um it again it is hard and i'm i know a lot of people fall into that as well and it's tricky to not only recognize it but like work your way out of that mentality um and i think this this phrasing of you know getting it done is better than getting perfect is a good way to start with that because getting it done just doing the damn thing just doing it is better than waiting to do it because you want it to be completely and totally perfect because perfection is really just in your head so if you're always waiting for it it's just a concept that's circling your mind it does not ever become reality whereas if you think of something and you're like okay you know what i'm gonna just do it and if it's not great, I'll figure it out. I'll make it better. You've now manifested something into reality. You've brought it from your head and you've created it and put it on this earth that other people can interact with or you can interact with, whatever. But you actually created it. You birthed it in a sense, you know? And that is so much better than never having brought it out of your head into reality because it's not perfect. Perfection will... Perfection, again, doesn't exist. But if you want it to be better, you you can do that. You can work on it. You can make it better. And oftentimes what I realize, though, is that many of us, we think that how we're going to do things initially, like off the cusp, is going to be bad. We assume that like, oh, if I just do it without really like wanting it to be perfect, it's going to suck. It's going to be awful. It's like when we actually do it, though, we realize how much better we are at actually doing shit than we thought we were. We like don't give ourselves enough credit. I'm realizing this. And this is kind of to me as well. Like I'm trying to put this in my own head too, but we don't give ourselves enough credit for how good we actually are at things. We and this is for a lot of people who are you know, who struggle with self-esteem, but specifically when it comes to um like producing things, right? To being somebody that can bring purpose onto this planet. And I'm not saying you have to have purpose in your life. You know, everybody's different, but people who struggle with that often feel like their bare minimum is not even worth it. And it's like many people's bare minimum is amazing. It's like better than some people's bare minimums are better than other people's like top quality, top notch effort. Right. And it's like, but you'll never know that until you actually do it. And that's why getting it done is better than getting it perfect. Because what your bare minimum is to you is complete shit. It's garbage. And to you, perfection is this ultimate, you know, like amazing quality thing that you're trying to make. But if your bare minimum is amazing, then that is 
that is enough. Like that is perfection to somebody else, right? And so just bringing that out, you're already kind of bringing perfection out because again, perfection is subjective to people. So somebody else might see your bare minimum and be like, oh my God, I wish I could be that good. Like I'm, I want to improve my skills to get to that point. Meanwhile, you're there just completely berating yourself for not being able to be perfect, whatever that means, when you could have just been going your whole life just doing it, just doing the thing that you want to do and just putting it out there and seeing how it goes and seeing seeing how it flows and resonates. And um, yeah, this is such a big lesson that I've had to learn. And right now what I'm doing, and I encourage anyone else who's like me, who's, who self-sabotages by hoping and waiting for perfection, is to just do whatever it is you want to do and leave the opportunity to realign if it's not right. So right now what I'm doing is I'm just putting stuff out there. I am, whatever I conceptualize, whatever, you know, say I'm writing a book or I want to offer some sort of service or I make video ideas, whatever. I don't give myself the opportunity to decide whether or not it's a good idea or not. I just do it immediately. As soon as it pops to my head, I'm doing it. And then I decide if I like it or not, you know? And I think the reason that I never did this before is because I often felt embarrassed at the idea that, oh, I'm putting stuff out there and people are going to watch me do it and then take it down or erase it or whatever and it's going to be embarrassing. It's like, does anyone really care that much? Probably not. Like, probably nobody is there watching me do whatever I'm doing and like, or doing whatever I'm doing and figuring out if it works for me or not. Like, they don't care. They're not watching my progress. And if they are, like, if they do care, it'll probably be for like a fleeting moment that they're like, oh, that's weird. And she just do that. And then done, gone, out of their head. Or if they are really watching my progress and really studying me, that's a whole issue in and of itself. That is something that they need to deal with, right? Because that's, you know, that's not exactly healthy to be that obsessed with somebody else's life, you know? So either, it doesn't matter either way. Whatever, whatever other people say really doesn't matter. And it's none of your business, you know? That's the best, that's the best advice that my therapist has ever given me. What other people think of you is none of your business. Don't worry about it. And so right now what I'm doing basically is... I'm starting something and if I don't like it in like a couple of weeks, a month, I'm removing it. And that's, there you go. That's how you learn what you like, what you don't like. That's how you learn who you are is by trying it and realizing that it does, doesn't fit with you. Like, for example, I started a newsletter on Substack like a month, yeah, a month-ish ago. And uh, I started it and I just didn't like it. I wanted to keep my stuff streamlined on my website. So I sent out a letter to everybody that's subscribed to me. You probably got it if you are subscribed to me saying I'm moving my newsletter over to my website and that's that there you go <laughs> like if this was younger cat though I would have been really like ashamed embarrassed I probably wouldn't have even decided to change it up and just stuck with it even though I wasn't happy doing it that way and that in itself when you do when you do stick to things like that that don't feel aligned for you because you're embarrassed or whatever that's how you build or that's how you I guess tear down your self-trust you show yourself that you can't be trusted, that your your feelings don't matter, um, that you're going to force yourself to stick it out in bad situations that don't feel good. And then you know what that, what that does after? It allows other people to do that same thing to you. And you feel like you deserve it because it's like if you're allowing yourself to be in bad situations, then another person who's coming to your life, who's not giving you what you want or not making you feel good, you're like, well, I guess this is all I, I should ask for because even in my own stuff, I... I allow this to happen, you know? It, it really does play a big part in all aspects of your life. And so this is why I think, well, this is why I think self-trust is the foundation of every part of personal growth, 
but especially when it comes to perfection. Like just trust your instincts, trust that your bare minimum is good enough and good is good enough. It doesn't need to be any better than that. Like perfection doesn't do anything other than just stress you out. And again, because perfection is subjective, it does not exist, <laughs> you know? Your version of perfect is not somebody else's version of perfect. And so if you're only trying to meet your own version of perfect, which is good, like it's it's good to want to impress yourself with your efforts for sure. But it's also like, don't destroy yourself in the process. As, and then if it's like, okay, if your version of perfection has to do with what other people think of you, who's the other person? Because if it's one person now and it's another person later on, their version of perfection is going to be completely different. So you're always going to be trying to mold and bend yourself and do things that please one person, but don't please another and then please another person. It's like, life is too short to worry about that stuff. Like, Life is too short to worry about whether or not you are deemed perfect or amazing or valid by anyone else, right? Even yourself sometimes. You don't need to have this high... It, and even... I think truly that when we think of ourselves as like, I really, I really want to be great. I want to be great. Even that is sometimes primarily rooted in other people's opinions, you know? Because it's like, if you were alone on the planet and you were doing something that will get you exactly the re results you want, but in your head, you're like, well, I can do it a little bit better just to like, you know, just to be better at it. It's like, if you're getting the results either way, would you still do it better if no one's there to see it be better? I assume not, right? Because the effort versus reward is not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference, you know? So yeah, I hope uh, I hope this little bit of a rant on perfection was uh, coherent and it made sense to you. But it is something that I have to remind myself of literally every day that I think about it. Whenever I try to do something, I'm like, just do it. Cat, just do it. It's fine. It's It doesn't have to be perfect. Just get, like... I think about it now as I've been doing TikTok for a while. Before this, like, I was so nervous on camera. I did not think I was good on camera. I was very, like, self not self-conscious, but I was just, like, so perceptive of everything, like, how I looked on camera all the time, right? Just looking at your own face feels so strange that you notice every, every imperfection. And I did it regardless of looking at myself and being like, Ugh, I don't want to look at my own face. And now it's like, I don't even know. I don't care how I'm showing up on camera. Like, it's almost like I've lost the ability to care because I know that the work I'm doing, right? Like the message I'm trying to get out there has nothing to do with how I look necessarily. And it also doesn't have to be perfect the way I say it because I can go back and make another video, same topic, said in a different way, and it'll still resonate. It'll just maybe resonate with different people, but it'll still have impact, right? So I'm learning that now with, first with TikTok, but with like everything in my life, I'm learning that. Like there's really no right answer to anything. There's no right way to do anything, you know, as long as it's giving the same results or the results that you need, good is good enough, truly. So yeah, I hope this was helpful for anybody else who struggles with perfectionism and self-sabotage when it comes to being perfect all the time. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's tough. It's tough to break out of that mindset. That's why I always recommend just sit down, journal it out, work through it um, with yourself. If you have a therapist, if you can get a therapist, that's great too. But yeah, this is why I also share this information online because I think anybody who can't get a therapist can definitely benefit from somebody else like them talking about it. So yeah, I hope this resonated and I will be back again next week with another episode.